How's it going, Jets fans? My name is Alex with my co-host here, Ryan Moran. Today we're discussing the second day of padded practice for this New York Jets team, some minor injuries to discuss, and some big performances to take away from today. Um, the injuries starting with Michael Carter and Vinny Curry, we'll discuss those briefly. Um, nothing too serious, so nothing to be really concerned about there. And then, you know, we'll head over to some better uh, better stuff. We'll watch some highlights from today's practice, get a look at what they did today, some big catches. Elijah Moore continues to kick some serious ass. Denzel Mims is having a tremendous training camp, and Sauce Gardner is also getting his work in. It's really nice to see that all these guys are taking big steps forward, rookies, sophomores, young players. Um, a lot of stuff from Zach Wilson. That's some really good, valuable stuff we'll share with you guys, of course. Um, hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Um, another great practice for the Jets team. Before we dive into the good stuff, Ryan, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing great, Alex. Obviously, the second padded practice today. Second practice open to the fans, and the energy was great once again from the fan base. Um, obviously, like you said, you know, Tevin Coleman activated from the pup list, so he's getting closer. Still nothing on Ruckert that I saw. Um, obviously, Michael Carter and Vinny Curry were the two guys that did not practice today. Carter, it's day-to-day with an ankle, Salah said, and they're hopeful with uh, Vinny Curry. He's back by the end of the week with just a slight hamstring. Um, George Fant, the first two reps in 11 on 11, he got some work. So that's definitely good progress. I mean, the first preseason game is going to be here before we know it in 10 days, and you'd really like for him to start to get some work and really allow this first-team offense to go out there and be efficient in the preseason. Um, It was a really good day, I thought, for Zach Wilson. You know, he was spreading the ball around. Definitely starting to see this one-two punch of Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson come together. I mean, they were both stars in practice today. We'll see a couple of the clips. I mean, Elijah Moore's hands are just ridiculous. You see just the movement ability that Garrett Wilson has. He's constantly open, you know, going up or making plays low to the ground, catching the ball. I mean, he's extremely talented. Um, Brees Hall made one nice catch down the seam in the seven-on-seven period. That was nice. And then, uh, you know, the, the running back four, obviously, is something that we've discussed. And, you know, the one today without Michael Carter practicing, without Tevin Coleman practicing, Ty Johnson was getting some work with the ones. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on. You know, if they're going to keep four running backs, you know, maybe he has the upper hand at this point in time. Yeah, maybe he does. And, um, you know, just to recap a couple of the minor injuries here, uh, Michael Carter has a minor ankle injury. So nothing to be serious or concerned about. Um, Probably just, you know, take it easy, do some individual stuff the next couple of days. He was dressed and, you know, kind of on the field, but wasn't doing much today which provides a little bit more reps uh, for Brees Hall to get more installed into the offense. And you have Zonovan Knight um, and some other good running backs and Ty Johnson, you know, he's back. Um, so, you know, also Tevin Coleman was activated, I believe, today. So there's a couple of guys coming back. You know, Michael Carter is an established guy. He's star- he's a starter. You know, he'll about be splitting reps with Brees Hall most likely. Um, so it gives an opportunity for some of these other guys to get on the field and hopefully showcase some good stuff and make the roster, or at least, you know, uh, retain a roster spot in the practice squad or whatever it might be. Um, so nothing too serious there. And then Vinny Curry is a minor hamstring injury. Nothing crazy. Um, should miss a couple of days. Of course, he's another veteran, so we don't have really have to worry about him. He's got a spot pretty much locked up as well. Um, and then some guys obviously making the comeback. Makai Beck didn't look good today. Apparently, this was one of the best practices that they've seen from him. Um, he was throwing up all over the field because he was really gassed and uh, was definitely a little bit overwhelmed from the heat and the humidity today in Florham Park. Uh, but I'll tell you what, it's nice to see him. He's a big guy. Zach Wilson was essentially like somebody asked Zach Wilson today and was like, oh, you know, like the, the weird little things they have on their heads these days. Um, I don't know what they're called, but like those little, yep. like, you know what I'm talking about? Those yeah. like padded, the padded things to like kind of help mitigate um, concussions and brain injuries. Essentially, uh, someone was like, can you see over there, over their heads with those things on? And he's like, you can't even see over Makai Becton anyway. So that doesn't make any difference, um, which I thought was pretty funny. But, you know, Becton's been really getting the work in. He's been pushing himself, trying to get his weight down a little bit. The athleticism a guy of that size has um, is 
unparalleled. You're not going to find someone that big with that type of mobility as a run blocker that you just, you just run behind him and the guy will take out three guys on his own. Um, as a pass protector, getting around him is difficult enough. And then you have a guy with his speed and the feet and the, the foot movement and the mobility he has like, holy shit, man. It's like, you know, it's like running behind a freaking train. So we expect a lot from Makai Becton, but he's got to get the stamina up, which he's working diligently at. Uh, what are your impressions of him so far and the progress he's made? It seems to be very, very good. Oh, definitely. It's key. And I think with Becton, you just, you know, the town's there. You just hope that he's, you know, feeling good, feeling confident. You know, he's continuing to just win this coaching staff over, which I think for him is really everything because like you said, the physical and the athletic combination is undoubtedly there and it's pretty special with him. So that, that's definitely good to hear that, you know, he's continuing to build and get good work in, you know, hopefully, like I said, we get fan back here shortly, you know, full go, obviously it was only two reps today. And, you know, that first preseason game will be here soon. You know, Denzel Mims again, made some big plays, had a couple of impressive catches, you know, he was even getting some work early on on special teams. So I think it goes to show you that they really do want to carve a roster spot out for him as a depth player. And, you know, look, just continuing to make the most of his opportunities in the passing game is going to go a long way. Two veterans offensively before we take things to the defensive side of the football. Uh, I thought Joe Flacco had another strong practice. He can really still let it rip. And uh, CJ Uzama as well definitely made some plays. And you're seeing his impact at, at the tight end position early on here. Yeah, you know, Denzel Mims is interesting because you, you look at uh, Robert Sala coming from that Shanahan offensive system. And I know he wants to build a strong running game. Like, that's what he wants. He wants to install a strong. And Mike LaFleur, look, you know, a very good coordinator. He is going to really maximize these players' strengths. But Robert Sala comes from a system that focuses on dominating on the ground, which then turns into play action and then turns into, you know, a, a successful passing game. Um, having a good rushing attack, a lot of people will say is outdated. You know, it's kind of a, a old school type of mentality, but we cannot ignore how important having a good running game is. Now you add a, a receiving quality to your running backs, then you get a little bit more creative. That's when your flexibility gets a little bit more awesome. So I'll tell you what, Brees Hall, Michael Carter, both of those guys can receive the ball out of the backfield. They can do a lot of great things, but speaking of Denzel Mims, he is an interesting player because he doesn't exactly fit the mold. Um, of the offensive weapons that they have, right? You look at Denzel Mims, he doesn't serve any purpose on special teams. He doesn't, he's not really a possession receiver. He's a little, he's lanky, he's thin, he's long, he's a decent route runner, got, got decent hands, but he's not like, he has nothing that he does like excessively well. I think he's just like an all around decent player. He's probably about an average player for taught, for speaking seriously. Um, there's always room for guys like that on a roster because receivers are at an all time high in value right now. It's extremely hard to come across reliable and, and good receivers. Denzel Mims with the right system, good quarterback play, and a decent offensive line for the quarterback. He's going to have more time to get open. I think that, that'll benefit him tremendously. But I'll tell you what, I think that this this Jets offense, it makes me think a lot about like uh, Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk you know, with the 49ers. Both of those guys are so explosive in a myriad of different ways. It reminds me a lot of a Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore combination. You know, Debo obviously they use it as, a, as an extension of the running game. But the ability for those guys to catch the ball in space and make things happen on their own, the manufactured production, they do a lot of stuff after the catch. Reminds me a lot of Ayuk, reminds me a lot of Debo Samuel. And Elijah Moore is capable of that. You'll see in the clips we're going to watch in a second here. And then Garrett Wilson is unbelievable after the catch as well. I think those two guys, you're, those are the focal points of your offense. Brees Hall is going to be awesome. Michael Carter is going to be awesome. But Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson are going to be the focal points here. And I, and I, I kind of stand by that because of how 
uh, the system when 49ers use. And like, I think Robert Sala does want to install that similar mentality, just having those guys on the field that just can blow it up, just electrifying playmakers. Uh, with that being said, let's jump into some of these clips here because I do think um, you guys are going to enjoy some of them. Elijah Moore obviously had a tremendous day. This catch was ridiculous seeing it up close. One I hand cannot wait to draft him. Cannot wait to draft this guy on my fantasy football team. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely I picked him up off the waivers last year. And wow, this I'm just gonna watch this one more time because of how just insane it was. But you know, this guy it just carried me to the postseason during the latter portion of the year when I had a couple of injuries. Um, I mean, he's just a good player, like you know, great route trade separation. You're seeing him and Zach connect there all the time, man. This is the one-handed fade again. His hands are just so automatic. Oh, what I mean, look at that throw. Let's let's take a look at that throw though. Back shoulder throw. When you have your when you have your quarterback throwing back shoulder passes, is this Zach? I can't tell from the smoke. That was Flacco. That's Flacco. I mean, even so, man, like that, that's a great, that's a veteran throw right there. Back shoulder, perfectly placed ball. Only where he was gonna get that. Um, no chance that defensive back was gonna make a play. Joe Flacco still got the goods, man. He's a good right. backup. Still got that strong arm. He does. He's got a cannon. I mean, He's if the offensive speed. line is good, he can stand in there and make a throw. Absolutely. You love to see it. Elijah Moore, man. He's going to be such a star for this team. He's going to be awesome. Such a star. He is awesome. I want to say this is Garrett Wilson over the middle. You see his ability just create separation, you know, go high, go low. You know, he runs right through this one over the middle. You want to know what I like about this, about this route, though? It's hard to see because it's a little far away. But look at this. Look at what's amazing about this route. So some guys in the NFL would tend to travel upfield accidentally, right? They'll, they'll keep kind of going upfield and they'll allow that corner more time to get, in, to get to the ball and interrupt it. Instead, what I like about Gary Wilson is he comes back to the football, right? Watch what happens when he gets into the break of his route right here. He gets he parallel with the sideline. He keeps it flat. He comes, he even gives him a little bit of cushion himself, a little bit of cushion by getting it flat, but also even going, maybe even dipping a little bit inward, making sure that cornerback has no chance to get that football. That is just, that's just great route running, man. Like good football IQ, just great stuff all around. It's really nice to see. And this is this was nice. very on the sideline. Zach, Zach out of Wilson. the pocket. Yep. Beautiful. Whoever filmed this filmed it on a Nokia flip phone, but we'll take it. <laughs> I mean, this is this is a great throw right here. Braxton Berrios, super underrated player. Guy is going to be, you know, he's an all-pro kick returner, but you don't see guys like this that just, you know, come in and make a difference. He's your wide receiver four, most likely. He's not playing every down. He's your slot guy. He's coming in specific bunch formations. He's coming in there to you know, when to, to mitigate fatigue for others. And he just comes in and he makes big plays and he gets open and he has really great chemistry with Zach Wilson, which I think stands out tremendously. 100%. And that gadget ability, like he was utilized on a ton of pre-snap motioning today. Brees Hall broke this one. Can't really see it, but Let's see here. Sauce and DJ getting some work. Yeah. Very nice. Love to see it, man. This is uh, all good stuff. No no big injuries. You know, this is what you want to see, in my opinion, from this Jets team. Um, you know, just making good progress. You know, nothing nothing that's bad. They're making good plays. The connection between Zach Wilson and Elijah Moore is developing. The connection between Zach Wilson and every receiver is developing. Brees Hall getting extra reps. Carl Lawson looks like himself. Ran over Lakin Tomlinson apparently with a bull rush and got a pressure on Zach Wilson. 
Um, you know, a little bit of a slow start to camp, you know, gearing up, probably just trying to trust his his Achilles again. Um, it's a lot of a mental game at, at times with these guys. Um, and, you know, comes back and, you know, making good plays against uh, one of your best offensive linemen. So that's a really great sign. Um, Zach Wilson, you know, a couple of decent throws into the end zone. Uh, you know, had one to Corey Davis that DJ Reed defended really well. So great coverage from him. Nice to see uh, that DJ Reed is making a, a name for himself. And uh, even Jubari Zuniga got a sack as, pre- as practice ended, got around Makai Becton. Um, so, you know, Jubari Zuniga is making a presence, a name for himself there. So, you know, don't expect that all the time, but nice to see he's doing some good stuff. And, you know, I really like about the, this team so far is just their overall vibes. You know what I mean? Like you see how happy they are. Max Mitchell, um, you know, all these players running up to the fans, getting them hyped. Brees Hall did it. I believe this today, you know, that's, that's what you want to see, man. Like that really stands out to me as a, as a, as, as a kind of a cultural, uh, fundamentals, like guys just that making a difference in terms of hyping the fans up, being a part of the culture, having a good time, enjoying football. Because it's, it's a game after all. Like, if you don't enjoy it, yes, you want to win. You want to be serious about it. Be diligent and disciplined. Uh, but it is a game. And, like, you know, if you're not having fun, I guarantee you you're not playing your best football. And, like, these guys seem to be having a good time. And I think that really stands out. You know, how important do you think that is to the culture of this team? Oh, for sure. I think it's very important to see, especially in camp, when things get tough. I mean, it, it was hot there today. You know, you could definitely see that. I mean, they gave the, the team a five-minute break. I mean, it was so hot. And, you know, just to see the energy, you know, the Michael Carters of the world, you know, the Sauce Gardeners, just the electric personalities that this team has brought in. You know, you, you spoke on just the money well spent, really, with Carl Lawson and DJ Reed, Jordan Whitehead. Uh, Sauce was active today. So a lot to feel good about. And lastly, with Carl Lawson, I wanted to say, because you, you were spot on, I heard Jeff Ulbrich actually say, like, you could tell, Carl Lawson was really just kind of taking it easy. And then it was, it was like the last block of one of the early practices. And he's like, you could really start to see Carl was getting comfortable and he was turning it on. And it sounds like the last two, three practices, he's, he's been pretty dominant. Absolutely. So some really good stuff today. Minor injuries, as we mentioned before, but nothing too crazy. Zach Wilson did have some good stuff to say uh, post-practice. As I mentioned before, you know, we talked about Makai Becton and how tall he is, and you can't really see over him. Also, a little interesting tidbit, he did say that he doesn't actually use social media after uh, when the season starts or when training camp starts. He deletes all those social media apps. Probably a good thing because people were getting pretty rowdy a couple days ago about him. Um, so probably good he stays off of social media. And I think that's honestly good for every NFL player. I think every NFL player should just stay off of social media um, because a lot of guys get impacted pretty negatively by it. Like if you're if you're a baseball fan and you like look at like Joey Gallo, for example, the guy like just could not handle being a Yankee, let alone being booed all the time. Guy couldn't even be on social media. Couldn't do anything like, you know, some of these guys like, uh, you know, even you look at um, uh, John Morant, like says, like said some really stupid a couple weeks ago, like players around every sport get in trouble on social media. So I think like NFL players, if you're smart, stay off of social media, focus on your craft. Don't get those distractions. He said, even his parents can be distractions at times. Um, I think it's definitely a benefit for him. He also said, my biggest balance right now is how I can play within the offense and then find times to go and make something happen when it's appropriate. I'm trying to balance both. That's a very Aaron Rodgers like kind of statement is like, you know, that ability to stand in the pocket and make beautiful throws in the pocket. But also when the play breaks down, you need to make a play. You need to run out of the pocket. He can do that. And he can put it on a dime as you saw to Braxton Berrios. As you saw to Corey Davis last year when he's pointing it downfield. As you saw that throw across his body yesterday to Elijah Moore. He is more than capable of making those difficult throws. It's just about finding the balance um, and, and figuring out when the right time to do that is and not running out of the pocket prematurely. A good offensive line is going to help his development tremendously. And I'm excited to see that. Um, you know, any, any thoughts on, uh, his comments? 
For sure. I think you love to see the maturity in a second year quarterback as much as anything, somebody who's got everything at stake to prove this year. And it just goes to show you how all in Zach is just the mindset that he has. You you said it best, the out of structure playmaking ability with him. Like when he breaks loose, like you just feel like something good is going to happen. And that throw to Barrios today, I think really sums it up perfectly. Absolutely. But guys, hope you enjoyed this episode of Fireside Jets. Taking a look at the top takeaways and analysis from today's practice. Got you guys covered every day as always. Hope you guys enjoyed little video clips that we did grab. Uh, we'll continue to do that so you can make sure to see all the updated highlights and everything that was fun and, and cool uh, from the daily practices. But I hope you enjoyed the video. Make sure to like and subscribe as always. We'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Jets episode.